Lecture topic. Reaching the destination of Akira safely. Alhamdulillahi wa kafa wa salatu wa salamu ala ibadihi al-ladheen astafa. Amma ba'du fa'audhu billahi minash shaytan al-rajim. Bismillahirrahmanirrahim. Ya ayyuhal ladheena amanu attaqullaha wa kunu ma'as sadiqeen. Aqala al-nabiyy sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. يا أيها الناس أفشوا السلام وأطعموا الطعام وصلوا الأرحام وصلوا بالليل والناس نيام تدخلوا الجنة بسلام أو كما قال النبي صلى الله عليه وسلم Most respected students of Deen, mothers and sisters Hadith Sharif that was recited This was the opening address or part of the opening address when Nabi Kareem made hijrat and came to Madinah Munawwara so the first khutbah that Nabi Kareem gave and he addressed the Sahaba Kiram the Ansar of Madinah Munawwara and the many Muhajireen had already who had come also so Nabi Kareem had addressed all of them so this was a very significant address. Every statement of Nabi Karim was very significant, very, very important, and full of lessons. But this had additional importance, being the first address to the Sahaba Kiram upon reaching Madinah Munawara. So Abdullah bin Salam radiallahu ta'ala, he is relating this incident and he says that when he came so he heard Nabi Karim saying O people number one Afshus Salam make Salam common make Salam very common Afshus Salam and number two At'imut Ta'am feed people Number three, Silul Arham. Join family relationships. And the fourth aspect was Sallu Bil Niyam. Perform Salah at night when people are asleep. If you do these four things, then the result of this would be that Tadhulul Jannata Bi Salam you will enter Jannat safely. Person is sometimes undertaking some journey. It might be a very short journey and especially in the times that we live in, sometimes a person is just going down the road also. But there's some degree of concern, there's a little bit of apprehension sometimes. If it might be at night that somebody had to go for some work or some buy something then it is a little bit more of a concern somebody is taking a longer journey is going to be driving overnight somewhere then people are really worried sometimes they are keeping in touch they are messaging where are you where have you reached everything is fine why? because one is reaching the destination but the other is to reach there safely how often it happens Allah Ta'ala save us that a person left for some place and then on the way something happened 
he didn't even reach if he reached there were some problems there were things that happened on the way what not happens Allah Ta'ala save us and protect us from all difficulties and hardships so now that is a small little journeys of dunya that we are concerned about that we must reach safely person is taking a little bit of a longer journey then he's double checking his vehicle everything is in order he's maybe sending it for a service also because he's going for a long journey and then there's so many precautions that are taken because it's a long journey there's provisions that are now being prepared from beforehand especially if a person is now going overseas there's so much of provisions being made so much of preparations all this so that the journey could be completed with ease and a person could reach the destination safely so now for these small little journeys of dunya all this is done all these things take place now can we imagine that in light of this what should be the preparation and likewise what should be the concern and the worry of reaching safely to the destination of Jannat in order to get safely to the destination of Jannat we still got the rest of this journey of dunya Allah knows best how many years we have left or how many days we have left or how many minutes we have left but nevertheless that is still the journey of dunya and this journey of dunya has numerous uh, dangers in it person driving down the road is worried about hijacking worried about kidnapping worried about so many things worried about some drunken drivers how they drive and what they do so many things he's worried about here the enemy is not even visible to us the enemy is nafs and shaitan and then on top of these enemies are the enemies that are visible as well but we don't realize them sometimes the shayateen or ins the enemies who are the agents of shaitan human form the agents of shaitan they try to derail us they invite us towards haram they invite us towards evil they want to talk all wrong kinds all kinds of inciting things and tell us stories which are not even true sometimes or even if it's true it was haram things that they got involved in and in the process they want to plant seeds of sin and vice in our minds and hearts and what not goes on how many dangers the environment is such a big danger and the environment is out there to swallow a person's iman swallow a person's akhlaq swallow a person's deen danger upon danger every other step there's a danger now when this is the case that every other step there's a danger and such serious dangers such major problems so what amount of concern there should be and then after that it doesn't finish off there at the time of death that terrible situation that comes about sometimes when shaitan makes his utmost effort to try and rob a person of iman then there's the challenge of what goes on in the grave what will be the outcome in the grave then is the dangers on the day of qiyamah that if a person didn't conduct his life correctly what will be the case on the day of qiyamah the danger of receiving one's book of deeds in the left hand and what will that spell out for a person the accountability, the questioning, how will a person fare on that moment crossing the Pulsirat, how many dangers there and then getting to Jannat so now this whole journey is so full of challenges 
If a person travels down the road and is concerned, but the same person has got this long journey in front of him with so many dangers, with enemies he can't see and enemies he can see, and he's yet not concerned, he's not really trying to really make the journey safe. And obviously this is a very foolish situation, extremely foolish. That a person is worried about the small little journeys of dunya, which is fine, it's not a problem to be concerned about that, that's human nature. But he's not worried about reaching the destination of Jannah safely through this journey which has so much of dangers. And that is indeed a very, very strange thing, very foolish, something that is extremely foolish. So Nabi Karim loved us. He loved his Ummah. And therefore he undertook so much of sacrifice. We have not even taken one bit of that sacrifice to really appreciate it the way it should be. That he undertook untold sacrifice out of the love that he had for us, for his Ummah. And why? This love that he was so concerned as a result of this love that he did whatever could be possible to try and get the Ummah to understand how to reach the destination of Jannat safely. And he poured out his heart, he did everything, he undertook the most severe difficulties, underwent the greatest of sacrifices, nobody could have undergone one fraction of the extent of sacrifice and pain that he underwent for the sake of his Ummah. Now, that is the heart from which these advices came. And that is the light in which we have to understand it. It's not just something by the way. Many times parents also, by the way, give their children some advice. Sometimes friends, by the way, give their friends some advice. People say something's good, mashallah. But it's in by the way, they said it, then they turned around and they walked and they forgot about what they even said. Nabi Karim class was pouring his heart out in order to make us reach Jannat safely. Now what was the advice? So the advice is that if you want to reach Jannat safely, do these four things. And inshallah you will reach Jannat safely. Now as it is often discussed when these kind of discussions take place, that many many ahadis highlight certain actions, that if you do this, then this will be the end result and the reward. Now that does not mean in any way that that's the only things to do and no matter what you do thereafter, doesn't matter. So now in these four aspects, there isn't anything mentioned about the five daily salah. And a person takes it that, well, if I don't perform the five daily salah, no problem. That is the biggest problem. And if a person is in this problem, the problem of not performing the five daily salah properly, then that is the invitation to every problem. That is the invitation to all kinds of problems in dunya already. How often we complaining of this problem and that problem and so many problems. Problems on a personal level, problems on a family level, problems, financial problems. So while there isn't one single reason for the problems, Sometimes it is one reason and sometimes it is another reason. Sometimes it is a reason where we are 
shirking and we are lacking in something and sometimes the reason is purely that it's a test from Allah Zala. but nevertheless one very very big reason and very often what is the reason is that we are in the problem of not performing our five daily salah or it's the problem of that despite performing the salah we doing it in such a haphazard manner that it is as good as not having performed the salah itself because it is being rejected it is being thrown back and flung back at our faces like a dirty rag as mentioned in the Hadith Sharif because of the way in which it was completed and done so that Salah was good as not done so now when that is the case then that is the biggest problem and this draws down all the problems now the person is sometimes the problem is what? says nobody likes me everybody hates me but one reason for that could be and which is often the case because we have come in our terminology as we say we have come in the bad books with our creator, with our Rabb we are under the shadow of the wrath of Allah Ta'ala so there is no shadow really in the sense that any kind of uh, comfort that a person gets out of the shadow of a, something now in a hot day he looks for the shadow for some comfort this means that this shadow is a very very painful shadow of the azab so now that azab comes down when the person is in the bringing down the wrath of Allah so what happens this wrath starts expressing itself through people also so people around us rightly or wrongly Starts fight, start getting into bad relationships with us. Somebody's fighting with us. Somebody's harming us. So many things are happening. How often have we checked that is my salah in order? We're complaining about all the problems around us. Have we checked is my salah in order? And if the salah is in order, mashallah, very good. Then the reason is something else. But if the salah is not in order, then that very well could be the reason. In the Hadith Sharif, it is stated. When Allah Ta'ala loves somebody, Allah Ta'ala then says to Jibreel والسلام, I love so and so, you too must love him. Then Jibreel والسلام, announces to the angels, Allah Ta'ala loves so and so, I love him, you too should love him. Then the angels start loving him. And then Summa fil ard. Then this descends on earth people around start loving him people around start looking forward to the person coming home now the person the person's presence the near and dear ones family friends others they all look up or are very uh, enthusiastic about the person's presence mashallah they feel very comfortable this is our friend this is our family member this is our father our mother our brother our sister whoever it might be now where this came from it came from above it came from above where truly the heart is loving somebody and that is now that is being now expressed through people as well so the Allah Ta'ala's Mahabba has come down in the hearts of people and they are expressing this and the opposite also applies when it's mentioned in the same Hadith Sharif 
when Allah Ta'ala dislikes somebody Allah Ta'ala says to Jibreel Salatu Salam I dislike so and so you must dislike him also so Jibreel Salatu Salam starts disliking him then he announces to the angels Allah Ta'ala dislikes so and so you too must dislike him then the angels start doing the same and then that comes down onto earth Nabi Islam says then this Baghda uh, this dislike for him comes down onto the earth now people sometimes say I don't know why but I just can't get along with this person and we saying the same about others also but have we checked why is this very often the reason for why this Baghda has come into a home into a relationship into whatever is because it has come due to our amal and if salah is not performed which is the most important amal the most important obligation of deen then we are going to expect the help of Allah Ta'ala and we are going to expect that Allah Ta'ala is going to be happy with us that this is going to become a means of us becoming uh, close to Allah Ta'ala this will never happen in that manner so the thing is that we need to become conscious of Allah Ta'ala and the uh, issue is bring our life in order, our salah in order this is what we need to do that we need to come back to Allah Ta'ala so for example in the aspect of salah we need to turn to Allah Ta'ala and beg His forgiveness get our salah in order then inshallah we'll find this kind of situation improving around us that we'll get the that people around us too will be happy Allah Ta'ala will be happy with us and people will be happy with us too so this was now we digressed on this note that sometimes we are looking at what is the problem and we are finding so many issues around us but the problem is within us so what where we digress from is that many ahadis discuss these kind of amal that do these actions and inshallah you will find the great benefit that this will take you to Jannah it does not mean that you don't fulfill what the obligations of deen are or that do these actions and don't worry whatever sin you commit thereafter is not a problem no that's a very big problem just as water has a cooling effect that you drink water mashallah it will quench your thirst and it will make you feel very comfortable but first put that water on fire and now it started boiling and drink that boiling water and say I'm trying to quench my thirst forget quench any thirst going to burn every the whole mouth will get burnt and the throat will get burnt we see but water cools how well the water cools that's a natural effect of water but if you brought fire into the water meaning you put it on fire and brought the effect of fire into the water that was your action the water itself in its nature is it is cooling but if you made it boiling then it's going to burn so likewise these amal have the effect of cooling meaning of taking one to jannat but if a person brought fire within himself by engaging in sins engaging in haram then now the fire is dominating in him mashallah these amal are there but the fire is dominating that fire is going to take him to the fire that fire is going to start burning things in dunya already and that fire is going to take him towards the fire Allah forbid so therefore we have to do what is correct we have to fulfill all the obligations of deen fulfill the commands of Allah Ta'ala and together with that stay away from haram in this way inshallah we will find that we will get the 
benefit of Allah tabarak wa ta'ala the discussion we were talking about is that the four things Nabi Kareem said that do these four things and inshallah you will reach Jannah safely so now we got the context in which these four things are to be done the four things that were mentioned and as mentioned right at the beginning that these were aspects mentioned right in a very very momentous occasion when Nabi Kareem just made hijrat and came to Medina Munawwara this was such a joyous occasion for the Ansar that he says that when Nabi Kareem came to Medina Munawwara everything lit up it was like everything was shining bright everything was so like even all the people themselves obviously it was like as if everything every object around was smiling as well it was as if the very ground was smiling it was as if every uh, thing around us was expressing its extreme joy and happiness that joy was being felt at every point and in every nook and corner of the of the Mubarak city of Medina Munawara and in this on this occasion Nabi Karim addressed the Sahaba Ikram and now he's giving them this advice and these are the four aspects that he's advising them and this was advice to the entire ummah that do these four things and this will pave the way to Jannah for you so the four things if we look at them carefully and we, we examine these four aspects the first three aspects of Shusalam Ta'am and Silul Arham these three aspects three out of the four relate to Mu'asharat social life Afshu Salam greeting one another that's an etiquette of social life that you meet somebody you greet him and greet with the best greeting of Salam which is such a wonderful dua we make Salam the whole day we make Salam that is if we are making Salam also Allah knows best how much we Salam we make because these are unfortunately things that are dying out in the Ummah but those of us who are making salam, we greet each other with salam. We walk into the class and we see our friend, we see our classmate. We make salam to them first. We're leaving. We are going home now. We make salam to each other. We, what, we reach home. We first make salam before we enter the home or while entering the home. All the occasions that we are supposed to be making salam. So those who are making salam also, but how often we, we think about it, what we are saying that we take it to heart that we are we are conveying or we are expressing a beautiful dua to somebody and at the same time besides the dua it is a a hand of peace that we are extending to the person that I will never harm you in any way neither in your person in your honor and dignity in your belongings in anything I will not backbite you I will not harm you I will not cause any pain and grief to you because this is what salam is all about assalamu alaikum may peace be upon you so one is dua that Allah Ta'ala grant you peace and the other is from me you will be at peace you will not have any difficulty from me now is this just words that we are saying or it's like something deep from the heart we really mean it and it has such great blessings now to bring this alive so in any case we will we'll get to the discussion of this just now but just first and overall uh, look at this that this too deals with Mu'asharat it deals with social life how we live with one another 
a very very important aspect of social life is this greeting any case that's the first aspect afshu salam wa ta'am feed one another one is feeding somebody who is in need the person is hungry very very great amal very great amal brings tremendous rewards it becomes a means of averting so many difficulties and hardships from us becomes a means of protection from azab of Allah Ta'ala inshallah we'll discuss some details of this later so feeding also and one is out of relationship that's good now a person some relatives some friend so out of mahabba out of love feeding somebody so giving somebody some invitation to come and have a meal with him or just sharing a meal with somebody wherever it might be feeding giving somebody food whether out of need whether out of on a friendly note out of relationship this is my relative this is my uncle this is my uh, friend whoever it might be whatever it is so on that note now so all this is a very great amal again this is dealing with muasharat how we live with people around us how we try to do that which brings about better feelings of happiness of peace of good relationship how that becomes a uh, thing for us then the third aspect was silul arham that joint family relationships uh, this is a direct aspect of basharat that now how to maintain relationships and if something has got interrupted somewhere some relationship became interrupted got disrupted then how to mend it still join so now something has broken we we are now maybe not on the best of terms with somebody so now there's some some interruption of some sort so now due to that interruption now we have to go ahead and join that is a joining some wire got disconnected so now you go and rejoin so now silul arham join ties of relationship and in that is maintaining the ties of relationship as well so this is again directly related to muasharat and social life and then the fourth aspect is وَصَلُّوا بِاللَّيْلِ وَالنَّاسُ نِيَامِ that performing salah in the dead of night when people are asleep this is the tahajjus salah uh, this is ibadat so the one part of this meaning three sides of this is or three aspects mentioned in this hadith sharif is relating to muasharat relating to social life how we deal with others around us and one portion is relating to ibadat how we connect ourselves to Allah Ta'ala obviously through muasharat also through muasharat also we connecting ourselves to Allah Ta'ala and through ibadat also we connecting ourselves to Allah Ta'ala so eventually everything is connecting ourselves with Allah Ta'ala but the actual amal first three are related to muasharat and the fourth one related to ibadat so we understand from this is that the importance of muasharat that ibadat is also essential there's farz ibadat which cannot be compromised then there's nafil ibadat also that we should be doing but the muasharat this is the highlight of the muasharat that this is so important that three aspects are being highlighted which relate to muasharat that we cannot compromise muasharat at any time and obviously in muasharat we are dealing with people so that's hukukul ibad so the one part of this hadith sharif 
three aspects mentioned it deals with hukukul ibad the rights of the servants of Allah Ta'ala and the fourth aspect is ibadat which deals with the right of Allah Ta'ala it is Allah Ta'ala's right that we should be worshipping Him alone so the two things two two departments of deen and the whole of deen is only in these two departments hukukullah